On this episode of Sandlot Sports, we talk about week four of the college football season, week three of the NFL season, and we get into the upcoming NBA season, specifically around some of the, the player health issues, um, and then we get into some social commentary towards the end. And I'm Michigan. I'm not I'm not ready to get hurt again just yet. Oh, uh-huh. come on. You have no heart. They've ripped it out so many times over there. You have like this <laughs> cavernous void where your Michigan pride once stood. Yeah. So I mean, this has got to feel good. It has to feel good this year. They look competitive for what for a lot. Yes. You know, the first yeah. time in what, 10 years, 15 years? Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody so, and BJ Thomas. Ooh, been riding that Arkansas NC, uh, NC State wins. I'm feeling good about it. Feeling good about mm-hmm. things. Before we get to football, I actually have a, a baseball question for you guys. Is it possible and allowable for a manager of a team with a losing record to win manager of the year? Wouldn't that that'd be like giving doctor of the year to Kevorkian? <laughs> well, and uh, hear me out. So AJ Hinch, and I don't know if you guys are familiar. He was the the manager of the Astros when they cheated their way to, to the title. He was out of the baseball for a year, got a job at for for the Detroit Tigers because they needed somebody. That that team was a disaster. It was just a horrible dumpster fire, worse than the Lions. So the past three or four, even five years, I mean, their winning percentage has been in the three hundreds, just god awful. They didn't really make any uh, roster moves over the summer. Their farm system has been crap. This year, they're basically a five. Team. They, the only change was AJ Hinch. Hmm. So, I mean, maybe he brought a system of pitch reading to that club. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> but do you think they'd be better? <laughs> so, well, I mean, you got now he knows better. He has to slowly implement it so it's not set off any warning signs. But yeah, I, mean, I thought it was interesting. I mean, they, they were projected to lose, I think it was like 115 games this year. Um, they've they've already won 75 right now. They're 75 and 81, and there's six games left to go. So, that just, and that's what I'm asking because he's done an amazing job with that team even though they're just a, um, a an average team but they were supposed to be just trash mm. i mean worse trash than the than the jacksonville jaguars but you know whatever <laughs> <laughs> so i i do have he a can say that because at least the lions play hard <laughs> this is true so we'll, we'll get to, we'll i get mean to... the jacks play hard last game too let's give them oh, some credit oh, oh i i want to i want to i want to get to you about the jacksonville game but we'll start with so, college first but go ahead bj you were gonna say something i was just gonna talk shit we can start with the college let's start with college that's so, all when we were doing our, our college preview, BJ, you used a word to describe Iowa State. What was that word again? I think it was, most likely, knowing me, it was probably overrated. I thought it was fraudulent. Fraudulent. Yeah, that's a good word, too. I probably... <laughs> so, I mean, th- this past weekend has shown that that's probably true. Um, but there's also a lot of teams that could fall in that category. Clemson could fall in that category a lot. Uh, they're shocking. They they are shocked. Uh, I, I don't even know what to say about them. Just the absolute total cliff drop that they had. And it wasn't like, the, you know, they were slowly declining, slowly declining like a lot of teams do. No, they just jumped off the cliff. I'm telling you, this is what happened when you hear that the coach of the school you're committed to is against you getting paid and all the other schools are about to start paying people. But they didn't have any transfers. They didn't have that many transfers. That's the thing. I'm telling you, if I know my coach doesn't have my best interest at heart, why am I going to stick my head in front of something? But they reason. they kind of all do. I mean, do you do you really think that Mika Fitzpatrick, you know, thought that Nick Saban had his the best interest at heart when he was at Alabama? Do you really think Bryce Young thinks that? Do you really think that you know CJ Stroud thinks that for for Ohio his State? His best his best football interest at heart. Yes. 
Yes. Okay. So I can say that. Yes. I don't know about anything else. Fair enough. But yeah, I, I watched that Manning cast for the Eagles Cowboys game, and at one point, of the Alabama quarterback threw to the Alabama receiver, and it was intercepted by an Alabama corner. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I was like, well. <laughs> and Nick Saban was the next guest. I was like, well, that was, that was well timed. <laughs> that guy, the recruiting he does just by coming on TV and having those guys show up every Sunday and play football. He's yeah. almost doing it by himself now. All he's got to do is not screw it up. And, and that's the thing. You know, I, I know Lane Kiffin went on. I was like, well, Alabama's cherry picking recruits because they can. Because they can yeah. make them stop. Yeah. <laughs> make them stop. Like, I'm a Florida Gator fan. I would love nothing more than Alabama to suffer. This I'm serious. I would love it. But as, but as long as Nick is there, they're not he's doing it. Yeah. No, but I mean, stop them. It's like people celebrating when they're winning. Stop them. Yeah. You have the opportunity to do it. You can stop them from getting in the end zone. If you don't like it, mm-hmm. you can, the only thing is to do is stop them from getting the end zone or shut up. Yeah. God. Jeez. Jeez. I mean, and seriously, like if Nick Saban shows up at your door and says, hey, hey, Dorian, I want to recruit your son to go to, go to Alabama. I'm but I, I know you're a lifelong Miami fan, but I really think he can go to Alabama. What are you saying? How much? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, if Nick Saban's coming to my door, like the University of Miami emblem that's in my house is going out the window. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you'll be a fool not to be able to listen to Nick Saban. I mean, Nick Saban, literally, all he has to do is just, you know, show up to your house and say, do you want to go to the NFL? Come with me. Yeah. Literally, that's all he has. That's, that's it. That's it. Jeez. <laughs> I know I pissed some other Hurricane fans off, but it is what it is. So. They're garbage. No, no, dude, the whole organization no. is garbage. They, they, they are organizational garbage. It's not the fans' fault. Like, what are they going to do? But you have to realize it to fix it. Exactly. They're organizational garbage. Right. You know, and, and it, it's structural. They they just do not have the facilities to compete. No. They don't have – their, their hiring practices suck. If the guy who my favorite university is trying to hire his coordinators comes to my house and tries to get my kids, I'm sending with the guy who hires the coordinator, not the <laughs> one who's trying to hire the coordinators. <laughs> like every year that staff, that staff is cherry picked. Nick Saban comes to my house. I'm going, I'm going. Yeah. like I mean, everybody wants to be Alabama. Everybody yeah. wants to be Alabama. Right. Now when the book comes out and they, the untold millions of dollars these players have been getting since 2000, whatever, that'd be great. To get about. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. But just yeah. to be fair, I'm waiting for that same book. I should too. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and my, <laughs> My thing about Alabama is I've yet to see them play a true road non-conference game in the past. It doesn't matter. It does. It just doesn't matter, Adam. Like the only thing that matters for them is playoffs. And once they get there, they're going to steamroll the first team, and then it might be a good game in the national yeah. championship. That's about it. If the, if Alabama loses, it's because something Alabama did. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I, I know the past couple of times that they've lost in the semifinal round, it's because Nick didn't adjust. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. It's going to be it's going to be Alabama's fault for losing. It will not yeah. be. I just they're they're awesome to watch. Well, I, and that's yeah. that's the thing. That they they can out talent ten schools on their schedule. Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes it really easy to scheme when you got that going for you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it makes it really easy to have a great winning back when your offensive line is pancaking all five defensive linemen. Exactly. And then, and, you know, on the outside, you got speedsters. You got first-round receivers just catching everything, no. literally everything that comes their radius. Derrick Derek Henry played for Alabama. Like, just think about that. Dude. He was a defensive line. He just murdered a 
Pro Bowl linebacker yesterday or, oh, or Saturday. That was he murdered, nasty. He murdered Darius Leonard. That was nasty. Now Darius Leonard was coming off a block, but that's a Pro Bowl linebacker. He just <laughs> discarded. He discarded right. and he put him in the dumpster. Get right. out of here, right. man. Right. But those, those are the kind of people they attract. Right. The, the biggest, exactly. best athletes. And until you change that, until somebody says we got to beat Alabama and they start spreading this out, so man, it's not gonna happen. And they attract yeah. it year after year after year. Mm-hmm. And and we, we all kind of thought that Clemson was was in that, you know, here, you know, they gotta get the five star defensive lineman, they're gonna get the five star mm-hmm. you know, recruits. And that's what makes this year so shocking is that it just dropped and it dropped quick. Mm-hmm. I was joking with VJ on the group chat is after we we all made our pick about NC State beating Clemson this past weekend. Only one member of the media did it, and that was Desmond Howard. Wow. They'll, they'll lose something for that. There'll, there'll be some kind of repercussion. Yeah. They start yeah. actually picking the way they think. Watch. <laughs> but it, 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 it was bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, too, with uh, with DJ ukulele. Uh, yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Yeah. Um, sure, he loves that. He doesn't look comfortable in that offense, man. I'm sorry. I- he I call I called that when they played Georgia. Now we talked about you yeah. know is that Georgia's defense is that him, but he did not look comfortable and has At not all. looked comfortable since. And they don't call enough run plays for him. I mean, like what was he like? I think he was six four and a half, two fifty. It's like you know he's not a pocket guy even in high school. Like he did you know they they called a lot of schemes that fit his skill set and his skill set. I think that he'll be more successful out of the pocket. You know throwing on the run because in the pocket like he's. And again, he's a talented guy, but he doesn't pocket is not his is not his thing. And that's the thing. Like even when Trevor Lawrence was there, they would still run quarterback runs with him, mm-hmm. like every so often, just enough to keep the defense honest. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Mm-hmm. Calm down, calm down. Right, you're bringing up sensitive subjects here. Talking about <laughs> Trevor Lawrence and the team that tanked to acquire a quarterback who oh, we'll, we'll to get throw, to that. Don't worry. Tends don't to worry. throw interceptions at a similar rate as like Marcus Russell. I, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't shoot my low too early. We'll, we'll get to that later. Don't, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, we we'll get to that early because I got. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Your load. I got loads. <laughs> Plural. Plural. Water fountain. Let's go. Oh. But no, but DJ, for what I've seen, DJ is a better runner than Trevor Lawrence. Like, this guy can run. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I've seen. But he's, they're not calling plays for him to run. That's what's kind of confusing. It's like, he can ease, I won't say easy, but he can get you seven yards. I mean, he's, he's a pretty big kid, but they're not calling any enough run plays for him. And that's the, you, you don't need to run it all the time, but you need to do it to keep the defense honest. Uh, I mean, that, that, that would, that's been Michigan saying that this past year is up until the second half of the Rutgers game, Rutgers game, they would throw just enough to keep the defense honest. And about maybe once a quarter, once, once a half, they would throw it deep just to back their safeties up, just to back the linebackers up, just another couple steps so that the running backs had had room. And as a play caller, you have to know that there's, you're not just calling for this play, you're calling for later on down, down the game to make sure you set different things up. And the good play callers get that. The Those that just kind of, you know, play mad and I'm just going to call one play every time, they just don't. And it's sad to watch. I don't know. I, uh, I'm okay with Clemson not being good. Well, and I guess... I, Dabo Sweeney lost me when you made that comment. Like oh, it was, Dab- it was really tone deaf. <laughs> like Dabo Sweeney, Sweeney lost me several years ago when he said, "I'm a great Christian man," and he's over like grabbing kids by the face mask and gr- dragging them around. I was like, no, no, dude, no, you're you're a hypocrite. Shut well, up. I mean, go away. Well, I mean, considering what else they grab, I figured the face mask would be the least you worry. This is true. Yeah, but that, uh, Dorian, that went right over your head. I know, dude. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, but here's the question though. Okay, so the ACC is out of the playoffs because it's the Clemson and UNC, and both of them are just trash. So they're out. Who does that leave? That leaves the SEC, which obviously the winner of the SEC is getting to the playoffs. Leaves the Big Ten, and the Big Ten is solid this year. They may all beat each other up, but that's not the point. The Big 12, which is basically Oklahoma and nobody else, and the Pac-12, which is Oregon and no one else. So we're now quarter of the, actually a third of the way through the season. Who's making it? BJ, you can't say four SEC teams. That's just that's not Watch allowed. Watch it. It's gonna fucking happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen. There's gonna be like three um, SEC teams, and your boy's gonna be real unhappy with his comments earlier in the season. Okay, well, assuming that doesn't happen, answer the damn question. I just told you it's gonna happen. You, you said it can happen but if all the other all the other teams are garbage and they can somehow manage two two loss sec teams the sec loser the championship and the sec well, champion hey you you're basically hmm. saying that arkansas is going to beat everybody but alabama on their schedule and oh. then get into the playoff being second in their division arkansas, on top of arkansas is my world beater this year on top of that you're you're then implying that florida runs the table beats georgia and then beats alabama in the sec title game florida is going to beat georgia okay but uh september 28th i, I will We'll put that down and and I think we got some wings coming on that one. Shit. So. Put it in a ball <laughs> put it in the Bulldogs uh chat room. I don't care. Okay. Let them know it's coming. Yeah. So we're but, gonna have both quarterbacks at that point. So Dorian, I'll, I'll ask you because BJ's just you know sucking <laughs> off the, the SEC. <laughs> Who's making the playoffs? Um I'm thinking outside any well, I believe Bama's gonna make it. Um I think Oregon has a solid chance to make it. I don't see them losing any games for the rest of the year. Um and I think if they went out, I think that uh I think that they'll make Make it. Um, I want to ask this question: Does is Notre Dame for real? No, no. Even, even after they, uh, even after they beat a solid uh, Wisconsin team, a solid Wisconsin team. You, you saw that on Saturday, and you've seen them play the rest of the year, and you call that a solid Wisconsin team? Let's just, well, let's they just, were solid until they played Notre Dame. No, no, I, no, no. I just, no. I just, no. I just go, go ahead, BJ. I'm, I'm dying right now. I'm dying right now. I got to get this out. What's the highest ranked ACC team right now? Uh, I want to say 19 or 20, something like that. <laughs> NC State is 23. Yeah. Oh, wow. Then who's second? The second highest ranked. Cake Force, I think. Cake Force is ranked above the Clemson <laughs> Tigers. Wow. Oh my gosh, that conference has imploded. The world yeah. is upside down. You think any of them going to join the SEC? Uh, will they be allowed to after this season? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. they might they might take Florida State just so we have two Vanderbilt. They, they might, yeah, they might take Florida State and trade Vanderbilt for them, or keep both of them so there's one Vanderbilt on each side. <laughs> so, so Dorian, you you talked about Wisconsin since they beat the crap out of Michigan with their horrible quarterback last year. They they won 49 to 11. The last six games, I'm sorry, last seven games against Power Five conferences. Here's how many points they've scored: seven, six, seven, twenty, forty-two, ten, thirteen. Mm. That 42 <laughs> was against Cake Forest, by the way. They have scored. They have scored fifty-seven total points this year. Yeah, so fifty-seven. Now I'm sure that will change this week when they play Michigan. I'm sure they'll score fifty-seven in that one game. That's just kind of how it works. But yeah, they're they're not as good as we we want to think they are. Yeah, so, so so that means that uh, so are you picking um, Michigan to pretty much give them a good well to beat them? Sounds like no, 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 <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm I'm picking Wisconsin to, to oh, beat Michigan. You're playing safe. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, he's doing that to avoid you, Kurt, the Dora Dama situation where you call a team it. to win. He's, he's trying it. to okay, reverse that. No, so here, here's <laughs> the thing though. Okay, if, if y'all want to go down this route, I will. Michigan has not won a Camp Randall since I think 2001, and that's where the game is being played. Michigan has looked mm. respectable this year. Wisconsin has not. I just talked about it, and they look god awful. The people in Vegas that build the, the big towers off you know, suckers, they mm-hmm. think Wisconsin's a one point favorite. Really? 
I don't know. I, I think Michigan's going to pull it off, man. It's just maybe I'm seeing some different with you guys seeing with Michigan, but it seems as if they're like playing with a certain pop. They just seem like different. It's not. I, I will say that like, they won this, a couple games in a row. That helped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this year, this year, the team has looked different. They they look energized. They look spunky. Exactly. They also look like total ass after the quarterback took a hit in the head last week. Yeah. Happens to a lot of teams, though. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, if, if I guess I watched that game and if you watched it, they they were going with they were up. Um, I think it was like seven, they were up seventeen to three. Rutgers had just turned the ball over on a dumbass play and given them hey, to, to take free three points at the end of the half. Um, Magnamara got the got the ball, got hit, just cream, got targeted, and was actually called on the field as targeting. Completed a pass, got him down to the end zone, and then at that point he was not, never accurate the rest of the game. Mm. So if he clears that up, maybe, yeah. but I don't know. And uh, and I also worry that hey, look, your quarterback is hurt. Play your star freshman, get him some time. It's fucking Rutgers. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. So it, um, it, I, I'm, I'm worried, but and I'm Michigan. I'm not, I'm not ready to get hurt again just yet. Oh uh-huh. come on, you have no heart. They've ripped it out so many times over there. You have like this cavernous <laughs> void where your Michigan pride once stood. Yeah. So I, I mean, this has got to feel good. It has to feel good this year. They look competitive for what for the last, yes. you know, the first yeah. time in what ten years, fifteen years. Well, it, really, ever since Carr left, they have not really been competitive. Um, and, and the rich ride years, it was like watching Chip Kelly and the Eagles. If they did, if if they couldn't get a couple first downs, the defense was spent. Yeah, and especially that, that, toward, it doesn't work. Yeah, that, no, it doesn't work. And later in the season, especially in the Big Ten, teams would just wear you down. Mm-hmm. And that's what. And then when he left, now he he was improving, but they got rid of him and. You know, rightfully so. Um, which, by the way, completely side note, um, my heart goes out to Rich Rod and his family because I don't know if you saw that his son has lung collapse uh, oh, during geez. a game. Um, yeah, d- during the game, you, during you were talking about, you know, coaches have their sons play quarterback. Rich Rod's son was playing quarterback and got hit and his lung collapsed. Now, I, I think he's doing fine, but just my heart goes out to him. Yeah. Um, but then they replaced Rich Rod with, with um, Brady Joke, I mean, Brady Hoke, um, <laughs> and they just got progressively worse. And, and that's been the problem is even though Harbaugh came in and tried to fix everything they had six years of just crap and those pipelines are destroyed it takes a while to build up and also it takes a while to build back up your confidence yeah i thought so brady hope looks like that dude that's uh chris christie's cousin That's what Brady Hoke looks like. I, I had to look him up real quick just to make sure. But if uh, anybody's listening, looks that up. Tell me I'm wrong. And honestly, I, I don't know how he saw as a job, especially in the day and age of football this year. He's Chris Christie's he, cousin. That's why. That's probably why. He, <laughs> he basically broke Shane Morris. I don't know if you guys watched the watch the game because obviously you wouldn't because why would you watch the Michigan Minnesota game when they played Minnesota and um, Brady Hoke last year? There was a hit on, on Shane Morris, knocked him down. He got up shaking. His brain was resetting and because hope doesn't wear a headset no one told him hey look dude he can't go back in the game put him back in the game like that and i and uh, as far as i know he's okay but could have really fucked him up oh don't really know if he's okay till later in life i don't think yeah unfortunately yeah oh so uh how's the pickums looking did we recover it all this week or yeah well let's pull up yeah let's look i'm kind of curious so the pickums this week we are actually all of us are 500 or above with college i wonder how that stacks up against the uh espn crew and whatnot well i'm glad you asked that so now granted the espn crew does pick against the spread when they do their picks um but you know a little different um i have it here um joey galloway product of the ohio state university this year is one six and one Jeez. so makes make sure six and six will look a hell of a lot better yeah <laughs> strong <laughs> very strong almost so, like 
almost like we know stuff about football sometimes. Yeah. Now here's the here's the best part. So they they do a Galloway and um, America pick that the fans have picked. They're three and five. Mm, that's funny. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll do a pickums this week. Um, I, I I actually had some time, so I, I made my picks and just put them in in white, so you can't see them. Then that way you you know I'm not swayed by anybody. But we'll go to to BJ's Cinderella team, Arkansas playing Georgia. Yeah, I was just joking. They aren't going to win the game. <laughs> <laughs> Georgia Georgia should beat them. I will say I do not believe Georgia's going to cover. You, you don't think they're going to cover the eighteen and a half? No, I don't think they're going to cover the eighteen and a half. Uh, I th- actually, I think they will because it's, it's in Athens. You, you hate Arkansas, though. I don't trust them. <laughs> it's not about trust. It's about faith. Haven't you learned that? We're American. <laughs> we believe in possible shit. I believe in Jeebus. Jeebus going to come down. I was not going down that road. You chose that. You chose that for your life. No. Um, but, you know, it, there, yes, there were questions about Georgia because their, their best games are, you know, against Clemson, which they didn't score an offensive touchdown on, and against Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt, I think they just forgot the game started. So they were down 35 <laughs> nothing after the first quarter. Arkansas is feisty, just like your Michigan team. Those feisty yeah. teams scare me because if, if you're getting the same athletes and you're feisty, things can happen. Yeah, we'll see. I just, I, with it being in Athens, I think Georgia's going to cover. So it's a, it's a lot to cover, but I think they will. I, I think it's going to be like 41 to, to 20. So it'll be just enough. So, Dorian, who you got? Um, I got Georgia, but I think it's going to be closer than 18 and a half. Ooh, another no cover. Yeah, I think it's going to be closer. Like you said before, from watching Arkansas, they do seem feisty. It's like they're like one of those teams where if we lose to Georgia, like people expect us to lose anyway. So they kind of like, so like they're playing on house money right now. Like if we lose, people expect us to lose anyway. So they have that confidence. We're going to come in here, try to bust some ass, and, and we'll go from there. And as BJ said, hope is a powerful drug. And they, they beat Texas. <laughs> they beat Texas A&M. Yep. So now we don't really know how good those teams actually are, but mm-hmm. it helps. We yeah. do know one thing though arkansas is not as bad as we originally think season started that's for this sure. is true right. that is that that's is for damn sure so right. uh proud of proud of my early upset pick uh, i just don't think georgia's the one i think they're gonna have a solid <laughs> record probably play in a decent bowl game somewhere but yeah, yeah. no not, not this one guys so the next one uh, going back to you know the notre dame conversation from earlier is cincinnati versus notre dame cincinnati's favored by two and a half in south bend why do you make us pick notre dame games i can't pick notre dame <laughs> i don't ever want to pick notre dame. <laughs> I, oh man <laughs> <laughs> I picked Georgetown against Notre Dame. <laughs> the other Catholic school. <laughs> I don't even know if they have a football program. They they do. It's like FCS or Division Three or something stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm picking them. Um, so you picking Cincinnati? You, you got to pick the American school over the over Power Five school. <sighs> I don't want to pick Notre Dame. <laughs> you, you do realize that if Cincinnati wins this game, they're probably going to make the playoffs. Cincinnati right now. Thank you, Adam. That's That was what I needed to push me over the edge right there. Because yeah, after this game, their American Conference starts. And, you know, yes, there are some tough teams in the American Conference. I mean, SMU just knocked off TCU. UCF is always tough. But Cincinnati can legitimately beat everybody in the American Conference. So if they beat Notre Dame, they're going to have a quality win on their schedule. And they're going to the playoffs. Yeah. That was, I'm glad you did that. You did that with a straight face. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> have you been taking acting classes while we're getting into the entertainment world or something? Hey, you know, I got to make money somehow. I see you did good. You did good. You did very well. I'm impressed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Dorian, who oh, you got? My pick. Um, I'm picking Notre Dame. I don't see Cincinnati beating Notre Dame in South Bend. You got you to gotta sing the, the fight song for us when they win? <laughs> <laughs> I do it because I know it's BJ cringe. 
<laughs> so I actually picked Cincinnati because I just I don't trust Notre Dame. I really don't. I mean, they had that game against Wisconsin. The the final score I think was like forty one to thirteen or something crazy. First of all, the game was boring as hell. Um, but it was it was tied going into the th- into the fourth quarter, and then Wisconsin decided that we could be colorblind and throw two pick sixes and not tackle the guy on the kickoff return. So that's twenty one points right there. Um, so we'll go to the next one: Mississippi versus Alabama. Why? Yes, Alabama's going to cover. Okay, Alabama's yes. going to cover. Yeah, Alabama's going to cover. Okay, Alabama might double the cover. Same. Might be, might be 20, <laughs> 29 point cover. Um, the last one will go out to the Big Twelve: Baylor and Oklahoma Ugh. State. Oklahoma State's a three and a half point favorite. You picked a good one there. Yeah, That's what I do. Yeah, you did. You picked a good one there. Man, I'm gonna have to say Baylor. Dorian. Um. For some reason, I got an England. Baylor's going to win too. Pick Baylor. Yeah, I picked Oklahoma State. And, you know, just to me, Oklahoma State's just the better team. They have the they have the better athletes. I know Baylor's playing with house money. They just came off that win against Iowa State. I just yep. I, I see Oklahoma State pulling this one out. Um, see, I, I hope. Yep. I also see that Oklahoma State is really the only team that will give Oklahoma any kind of credence with their scheduling. Mm-hmm. So you know that that's that's really the the only the only hope the Big Twelve has. So I maybe a call that's not supposed to go their way seems to go their way so that's weird calculations are off um oh wait i have another game on here we'll pick the syracuse florida state game too yeah <laughs> i like it <laughs> i like it and you know who i'm picking cuse even though they're terrible they can't be that terrible it's the, the toilet bowl hey yeah i'm going with the orange men you are they can't get out of their own way they're gonna find a way to fuck that <laughs> did we wash did we wash did we pick it all syracuse well so that's the thing i actually didn't pick this game because I didn't know how the the, the joke was going to work out with it. Um, excellent. <laughs> it worked out excellent. <laughs> but see, Florida State, you know, they, they say that coaches, you know, teams will play for their coach. Hey, you know, this is our coach's last game. And we should play hard for him. I'm wondering if they're just going to say, you know, fuck it. We want this guy fired. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like. Do you know the That's spread of this like. game? I don't right offhand. I, I'll pull it up, though. Probably even. Oh, okay. sh- hold on. Oh, I think the edge goes to Syracuse. <laughs> <laughs> and it's in Tallahassee. Right. Syracuse favored. That'd be great. So according to Caesars, the spread of this game is Florida State four and a half. Really? I don't see that. Garbage juice. See and, and so, and, and I guess here's the question: If Florida State doesn't win today, I mean, do they win two games this season? In all seriousness, man, it's always it's always fun to make fun of them, but this is kind of sad. It's, yeah, when it, it's pathetic, it's real bad. Mm. I mean, don't forget they do play Miami this year. Oh, they ain't beat Miami. Yeah, they ain't beat Miami. <laughs> let, let me let me pull up the schedule. Both teams want their coaches fired. Yeah, <laughs> that's so for four, sure. So Florida State plays Syracuse, North Carolina, UMass, Clemson, NC State, Miami, Boston College, Florida. Are there two wins in there? No. Maybe one in UMass, if that. Surprisingly, Boston College, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Boston College, they oh, what, they're they legit. Were they yeah, yeah, they're solid, man. No, Syracuse is 3-1. and one. They haven't beat anybody. They lost to Rutgers. <laughs> <laughs> they beat Ohio, Al- Albany, and Liberty. <laughs> Jeez! Oh my gosh! And there's still the game f- turns out to be that, the game of the week. That's an American <laughs> Athletic Conference schedule right there. And, and Florida State is still favored to beat them. Oh man, what a weird world we live. <laughs> that's gonna be an interesting game. <laughs> Syracuse, <laughs> Syracuse is gonna get kicked out of the ACC. They keep messing around. The only thing is keeping them in there is basketball. They haven't played that well. Hey, I'm still there. Yeah, hanging on. I think that's one of the biggest things that messed that whole situation up was him talking about retiring and then hanging on for years after 
He should have kept his mouth shut. If, if he leaves, uh, McNamara is going to take over, right? His coach? Uh, Mike Hopkins. Oh, they already yeah. have a coach in waiting? Yeah, Mike Hopkins has been there forever, ever. Mm-hmm. Yep, but I, I imagine, I hope Jerry Mack sticks around. I'd like him to take over eventually. I liked him when he played. Boy, he was yeah. magic. Yeah. yeah. He, he, you know, wasn't the fastest, wasn't this, wasn't that, but he'll Scrappy. smack, bang three threes in a row. <laughs> He's very he's scrappy. Real quick. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they call unathletic white people. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a good motor. <laughs> yeah. Plays hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, McNamara was great, though. One of my favorites, though, was Devendorf. I don't know I if he's going to say. <laughs> Eric I was going to say, Devendorf has swag. Yeah, swag. I like he has swag. He the type where he'll shoot a three and just like, and just stare, stare you at you. Down, like burn you with his eyes. Yeah, I like Devendorf. Oh, yeah, he's great. <laughs> Uh, how's our horrible NFL pickup going? We'll, we'll get there. It's <laughs> we, we got better. <laughs> uh, you guys might have. I'm pretty sure I screwed up again. Yeah, I know. So, we'll we'll take a break games. and then we'll get to the NFL. Oh, here we go. <laughs> take a break real quick. Previously on Sandlot Sports. Look, I'm just saying. Look, I'm just saying. Look, I'm tired of people coming after my Jaguars, look, bro. So I'm gonna start go ahead and getting I, my nine to start spraying them. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, Jaguars like hey, that. Four and twelve. Calm down. Four and twelve. <laughs> Okay, all right. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. You better pray. You better hope. Well, you, do, you don't pray, but you better hope that nothing don't happen to Dak. Dak, if I if I was the Cowboys, I wouldn't even have Dak play the preseason. I wouldn't even have Dak probably play the first two games. If somebody took your temperature right now, you'd be on the way to the hospital for COVID. Well, <laughs> it don't matter. All I'm saying is that I'm, I'm saying is that other people are, are making a lot of comments about Jaguars, and you guys are. I'll say this: as far as the uh, Cowboys, all you, you guys get are. All you, you guys are just successful. You guys are all be you successful. Get. You guys are going to be as successful as Dax health. If Dax is, is no healthy, shit, Sherlock. You yeah, yeah, you can say the same thing about Jax. But you guys, guys, yeah, but you guys are making it seem as if like like the Jags are like shit. And think about this: they were one in fifteen. You, you, you know, I tell you this. I tell you this: if you take Dak, okay, okay, if you, okay, if you take the Cowboys backup uh, quarterback and you take the Jaguars backup quarterback, I guarantee you, we'll still win more games than the Cowboys. The Cowboys will go as well, far as Dak takes them. That's a terrible. And Dak's not even healthy. You are. Under, and you, you're, Trevor you're, Lawrence is healthy. Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports. And on Twitter, it's Podcast Sandlot. And we're back. So we, we talked about college, and we talked to talk about the NFL. So I, I guess where do, where do we want to start? The fact that this podcast got the Chiefs right with their one and two start? No, you're just oh, trying to cover yeah. up all the other shit that's wrong. Because uh, <laughs> that's all you're doing. You're, you're trying to present the best case scenario of what we've done, and then we have to show them our body of work, which is about to happen. But uh, <laughs> it's terrible. We don't, know, we don't know how to pick NFL games. You have no clue. <laughs> but, you know, I, I feel like I'm in. You know, back in Mr. Dillinger's class, show your work. But I don't want to. I don't want to. I can't explain it. It, just, it works. It doesn't work. Oh, yeah, it's been terrible. It's rough. And now, like, to come back, you have to pick outrageous games to try to yeah. make up the difference. <laughs> like, you know that's not going to happen. Well, so, legit. I, I've got a question for you guys. Okay, without looking, without googling, do you know who leads the league in passing yards right now? Derek Carr. Yep, over twelve hundred yards in three games. Yeah, yep. yeah, he's letting it fly. And you know they're, they're three and zero, and Carr's looking like he might actually be worth that money this year. Just spamming Derek Wall- Darren Waller. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that that meme I sent was was spot on. <laughs> it was spot on. I was like, oh yeah, spam Darren Waller over the middle. <laughs> Just do, ignore Josh Jacobs in the backfield. <laughs> no, do not ignore him. Get that ankle healthy. Please, God, he's killing me in fantasy football. <laughs> both, both fucking teams. Have, have you won a game yet in our league? 
let's not talk about that. I'm sure you know the other one. Those are 500 bucks. So I'm holding on to that. Desperate. I'm over here trying to make major trades. I offered Dorian to trade. He hasn't responded. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll, 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 talk we'll about get it. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll, we'll get there. Um, yeah. But Derek Carr is 200 yards ahead of Brady. Oh, well, yeah. 130 yards ahead of Brady, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And, it's, and Brady has been killing it. Yeah. Brady's had a great year. Exactly. Yeah. Derek Carr is just slinging that rock. Yeah. Mahomes is not. And we, we called it. I mean, we called it when this started. I, I know we joked about it, but the, the Chiefs do not look right. And we said that they, they would struggle. Yeah. I just didn't trust what they did with their offensive line. Yeah. Still yeah. don't. It hasn't worked. They don't run the ball consistently, which mm-hmm. so no matter how many times you throw the ball a game, if you can't run, it ain't going to work. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what's what's the cure for that? Let's sign Josh Gordon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need more weapons that I don't have time to throw to. <laughs> Exactly. We'll even play. He'll, you know, he'll, he's on the practice squad. So we'll have a couple of episodes of the practice squad. And the next thing you know, weed's okay happen. now. They don't, they're not testing for weed. So he'll, he'll be fine. Some, oh, okay. people just mess, some people just mess up a lot, though. Yeah. I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you had a DUI. Too. Yeah. Well, I mean, if Antonio Brown still has a job, there's a spot for Josh Gordon. When they let Greg Hardy fight in the UFC, UC, uh, UC, UFC, I was like, what the hell? Why? Like, he threw his girlfriend on, like, what was it, a bed with it was loaded, a bed of AK? Yeah, bed yeah. of AK. Like, <laughs> He's no, he has violent problems. So yeah, let's let him fight. Like you don't, you don't encourage that shit. Letting his aggression out against someone else. Yeah, crazy. But yeah, you, you would think that they would try to add someone on the defensive side to at least help stop somebody because they're no. Mm, no. Mm, yeah. But you know what? Hey, let's give Mahomes forty or fifty million dollars a year because that's gonna help our salary cap. Oh, Adams, Adams percentage thing again. <laughs> Quarterback percentage of the salary cap. Here it comes. Am I, am I wrong? <laughs> I, I haven't been able to prove that wrong. But what has been happening, Adam? Is the teams that are coming west? I'm pretty sure have a winning record. I'm gonna go over it. I have yeah, to look at it for sure. Okay. It's, it's your theory is getting shredded this year. I think. Yeah. So, but you're right about you seem to be right about the quarterback percentage of uh, salary cap for and sure. It, and it's not just the quarterback. I mean, I, you can extrapolate out to all positions. But it's mostly quarterback. It's when you pay one person a large amount of your salary cap of a hard cap, you don't have money to go around to to, to build the team. Was well, it over thirteen point something percent? Uh, the, something the, the statistic I saw was like fifteen percent. Okay, it's not good. Not no, good. No, it's not good. Because you just you cannot build a team around them. But then again, if you have a quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger, that is just garbage, <laughs> straight up garbage. Jeez. He looks like he has two wooden legs. Yeah. He looks like that dude from Family Guy, the, the sea captain, <laughs> the, the peg legs. I'm serious. He looks so stiff, man. Like quit. It looks like yeah. it hurt. Get a hover around. Just, just just retire and let Mason Rudolph take over. Just please ride, ride around the golf cart like Dion does. Like, yeah, just, just don't walk anymore. It looks like yeah, it hurts. Yeah. I, I don't care. Fake an injury. I don't care. Just get off the field because it's painful to watch. Yeah. That that yeah. video of him just tripping while trying to throw. <laughs> <laughs> so those so are, those are feet if you're mike tomlin when do you make a call i don't think you can you got to just chalk this up as a loss and let him the year. yeah you know and, and that's the thing i mean with roethlisberger i hate to say it but he's earned the right to to go out on his own terms but his terms are done i mean he he is he just doesn't have it anymore they're gonna have to tell him in the off season if he doesn't do it himself which yeah. is gonna be tough it's gonna be a tough conversation and that's what i'm saying just he needs to like fake an injury go oh my hamstring hurts or whatever but i mean just because <laughs> 
it's bad. L- listen to their next upcoming games. Okay, at Douchebag Green Bay, um, Denver, Seattle, Cleveland. Is there a win in there? Mm-mm. Sure, okay. doesn't seem like it. That's one. In, that's a one and six start. Not without being able to push the ball downfield. No, right. you know, and and to your point, Dorian, if they if they actually do go one and six, then Tomlin's going to have to just pull the plug and say we're we're done because I don't think a Pittsburgh coach has had a losing record. I think it's like twenty or twenty five years since the Steelers have actually had a losing record. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, you're right because I know that what. 90 they went to the super bowl in what 95 90, 97 they they went right they they went right before um elway's two now elway won his two in 98 and 99 so i think they i think i want to say they went 97 mm-hmm. that was against dallas so bj can tell us for sure that was the 95 super bowl, 95 94 okay. season yeah, yeah. yeah. but i but I, I think before that super bowl year i think i think 93 was like their last losing season because because it's when he had barry foster was the running back and he got no no okay i think it was the year to where they had jerome uh, jerome bettis no no not jerome bettis no it wasn't him. no they had uh barry foster barry foster was their running back he got hurt and that's the i think the last time they had to lose the season i think it's a 93 yeah I'm, I'm pulling it up now but yeah. i know it's, it's been a while because i some of my the sealers fans that i'm friends with they're like well they haven't had a losing record they haven't had a losing record so um actually it was just saw it 2003 was the last time they had a losing record and it, and and actually makes sense because you know who they drafted that year ben roethlisberger hey hey and before their their quarterback was uh was it charlie tommy Bat? maddox it was, oh, it tommy, was tommy maddox, maddox. Right. tommy maddox and charlie he Bat- of the xfl fame yeah <laughs> <laughs> tommy maddox is he coaching now i don't know where he went yeah i'm not sure i, I i'm not up on my tommy maddox history i'm sorry i apologize <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know he played for the Broncos. He was always back up for a while. But speaking of the Broncos, I mean, talk about a team that looks rejuvenated. They've not played anybody. No, they have not played anybody, but they look they, competent. Yeah, 3-0 and feels good. Teddy Bridgewater is a good quarterback, that's for yeah, sure. I mean, they, yes, I mean, the, when they played the Chargers, when they played the Chiefs, we'll, we'll know for sure. Hell, when they played the Steelers in two weeks, we'll know, we'll know for sure. Yes. But, you know, it, it amazes me just how much just a competent quarterback can change the dynamic of the team. Let's just... We need to talk about something though. What's the combined record of the teams they play? Oh and nine. Oh and nine. Oh and nine. Um the Giants, the Jaguars, and the Jets. And they only managed the highest point total in either of those games is 27 points. Yeah, and as we know, the the whole state of New York football is just terrible. Someone wanted you know, Kenny Galladay on the fantasy team, and that was a really dumb choice because you got to worry about who the quarterback is too. Um, and then the other team in there is, is Jacksonville. And Jacksonville just looks spent. Uh, Dorian, I I do have a question for you. Okay, mm-hmm. when they were up nineteen ten, were you just like just about to show your O face to and then when they lost, were you just kind of like just depressed? No, no. The, honestly, when I watched the game and like m- my whole thing was, okay, are they going to put the ball in uh, James Robinson's hand? Because to be honest, when it comes to Trevor Lawrence, it's like he's, well, first off, he's getting his wake up call in the NFL, him and Urban Meyer, first off. They're realizing that, hey, this shit is not a game. You're facing Alabama to the 10th power. You don't have a Vanderbilt on your schedule every week? Right. He, Exactly. So, and and the thing about it is, um, like I, I didn't I didn't like the fact where they traded away Minshew because you know we talked about it before. Rookie quarterbacks need at least a year or two to be able to learn, have the clipboard, and be able to see the game from the sidelines. It'll help them, you know, in the long run. So just throwing them in the game, you can tell. Well, first off, Trevor Lawrence he looks timid, especially uh, now that he realizes that these linebackers are just as fast as these running backs. So he's getting lit, lit the hell up. And it's like his timing with the ball, it's like, okay, he's trying to get it out. 
out, not because of the timing with the receiver. It's like, I'm trying to get out, so I don't get my ass, you know, on my back. So when they had that lead, I didn't trust it. I was like, okay, it's good. I'm happy to get the lead, but something's going to happen. I don't trust it. And as you see, it unfolded in the Cardinals. In the I believe the B- I believe BJ said it last week, is that when there's a flea flicker, nothing bad really happens. It's either incomplete or it's, you know, or it's a touchdown. It's a long, long, except when it's Jacksonville and you throw Yo, a pick six I on know. a flea flicker. You guys, <laughs> you guys made me look like a complete asshole. The hmm. same week I said it, you couldn't have waited another week. <laughs> Like when everybody, the, 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 any listener would have forgotten about it next week, but no, you had to do it the same week I said it. <laughs> Dude, like, and then not even an interception, a pick six. Pick six. And that's the thing. Like, I was like, okay, you no, didn't think hold on, to like, hold on, a second. Out of hold on a second. On a flea flicker, there's only one guy downfield. So that means there were 10 Jaguars that that guy had to run through to get to the end zone. And he did it. <laughs> It, I mean, it's a level of, of incompetence that has rarely been achieved. Everybody yeah. above the players should be thrown in the dumpster. <laughs> it's already on fire. I don't yeah, think it's, it's the players. Fun. I think the players with the coach they believed in and the system they believed in, mm-hmm. you'd see a mediocre team. Yeah. Eight, right. what? Nine and eight. Yeah. They, can, they can do it. They might need a few roster moves here and there, but there's competent players out there. Right. This is embarrassing. Y'all are the Florida State of the NFL right now. Well, I, w- I wouldn't say that. I, th- I think us and the Jets are kind of like. You wouldn't say that? Just because there's three Florida State doesn't mean you can say I wouldn't say that. I mean, I don't think. Well, I believe that we're better than the Jets. Says who? That's something I mean, to be I proud just, of? I yeah, mean, I know. I'm just saying. Like, like, you know, I, I, I mean, that's I like mean, going out and somebody's like, I pay my taxes. Good yeah. for you. The, the people that say, I take care of my kids. <laughs> Shit. You want a cookie? <laughs> yeah. The alternative but not I, taking care of your kids was pulling out an issue. That's the only thing. <laughs> but you know, I mean, we just me personally, I just you know chuck this as another losing season. You know, but you look no, at this, this isn't point, a losing as season. long as James Robinson, <laughs> like if, if you're ball, if, if, if you were six and points, eleven, this would be and, a losing season. This and is another pathetic. one. <laughs> you know what? And, That's and okay. another one. As long as James Robinson gets me my points in my fantasy football and I remain undefeated, I'm good at this point. I'm Surprised he's getting you points in fantasy football. You guys are behind so much, figured be throwing more. I mean, well, look at, I mean, they're giving him the ball because oh, he's the only one that's able to shake people off. It's too dangerous for y'all to throw. <laughs> that's fine. As long, you know what? Urban, keep giving him the rock. And and, and don't forget, they tanked their season. They tanked for treasure. For we got to get, we got to get our technology up so we can play the clip of him freaking out after that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it's just like any other fan. Like, they get excited about their team, and then reality hits, and they're like, oh, shit. Like, we're like... No, no, dude. See, I, I don't get that excited about, about the Lions, okay? I actually quote the great Lizzie Hill. It's like, I don't miss you. I miss the misery. That's what I feel about the Lions. <laughs> and I really don't get that excited about the Cowboys, but there's so shit. much hate directed. Listen, there's so shit. much hate directed to me as a Cowboys fan that you wind up <laughs> radiating and back out when you win. So, like, when the Cowboys win, it's like, yeah. Yeah, how that feel? I know it hurts. You're mad now. You are mad. Oh, jeez. So yeah, no. I, you can ask a lot of people when I talk about the Cowboys. It's not like, oh, they're going to do this and not. I understand there's holes in this defense. There's holes here and there. But man, you take on so much hate that when they win, it's like, yeah, I know you are. You're butter. Are you talking about that conversation you had with Zoe? Oh, he's butter. <laughs> butter he's so mad as soon as i knew i got him as soon as i said y'all were spotted seven points and got smoked that was it <laughs> so for the listeners who's listening right uh zoe is a diehard philadelphia eagles man like bullshit, he had, bullshit. he had a cowboy starter jacket in middle school <laughs> i remember yeah you're not a diehard <laughs> shit 
<laughs> he was a McNabb fan and then hung on. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people were. <laughs> so, so BJ that, and Zoe are all whole story out there. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it gets pretty aggressive. It gets pretty. Aggressive. It's football. Let's supposed to get aggressive. Even yeah. fans. I told him. His, I told him their quarterback's garbage. Because he is. <laughs> I've never seen so many medium range passes. It looked like Ben Roethlisberger was out there. <laughs> it was excellent. I just hope they're. I just hope they sign him to an extension. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's the problem is they probably will because it's the devil you know versus the devil you don't. Yes, it is the devil you know versus the devil you know, and he might play. He might play just enough to keep him signed. Oh, it'd be it'd be awesome. You know, two words: Kirk Cousins. Yes, put him in football purgatory. <laughs> Lose once every four years to him. That'd be great. <laughs> He'll be a Cowboys fan again in no time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you guys, you guys are hilarious. You're we're back we're avoiding the NFL pick. That's what we're doing. Yes, yes, there, we, right? we gotta talk about the shit. We have to talk about how terrible we are. Gum, right? I know, right? <laughs> get it over with. Rip the bandaid off. Oh, okay, oh, so my God. BJ got we two are, right last week. We are stupid. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I I did not, but BJ got two right last week. Golly, our winning percentage Damn. is close to our tax break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. so for mm. for those who can't see the screen obviously so um the, the cincinnati pittsburgh game i was the only one that picked cincinnati because pittsburgh is god awful <laughs> yeah that, um green bay versus san francisco i almost got this one right but bj bj called the the douchey level of, of aaron Rodgers. You, man the doucher here the better he plays sure <laughs> super dangerous <laughs> Um, and, and the the LA Chargers versus Kansas City. Um, BJ was the only one that picked the the Chargers because again we all thought that Kansas City had an offensive line, which they don't. Don't. Um, and then the the game I want I want to say for last was Tampa Bay versus LA. Um, we we made a bunch of comments <laughs> about the line <laughs> of this game. Um, how you know what are they seeing? What are they doing? You know, and we were like, what the hell? Why is this even? Tampa's going to kill and get a cream. We know nothing. <laughs> no, we know nothing. nothing. So I, I do want to kind of break down how, how these lines actually work um, for, for everyone that actually cares. Um, so Vegas doesn't actually believe that Tampa Bay and, and LA were equal. They believe that everyone else thought they were. They believe that they can get enough um, bets on both sides to kind of even it out if, if they made it equal. And so Tom Brady is is what they call a, on a, a public player on a public team. So he's always teams that he's on are always going to get extra points um, because of who they are. The Cowboys fall in that too. Notre Dame falls in that too. They always get extra points on the line because they know that people are always going to bet on them regardless of what the line actually is. Mm-hmm. And so and, and I had a friend of mine tell me multiple times those those skyscrapers in the desert were not built on gumdrops and lollipops. They are built on stupid <laughs> people like us. Yes. <laughs> Fools. <laughs> Fools and slot machines. And they know what they're doing. So if there's something that seems just completely out of whack, there's probably a reason for it. <laughs> Man. Yeah, let's uh but yeah, that, that Bucks Rams game. Um, do you think that the Bucks just had an off night or they got punched in the mouth pretty good? I think Aaron Donald caused the Bucks to have an off night. And yeah. you know, the Bucks are down to like they called Richard Sherman, who's being looked at for something he had going on to the police. So they're desperate at corner. They lost two yeah. of their starters. Yep. Jam- Jamel Dean's knee injury, they said, is not as serious as previously thought. It's still a knee injury on a guy that cuts. It's mm-hmm. going to take a few weeks. Right. Yeah. If he doesn't re-injure it, which I hope he does not. But 
Yeah. Now, the nice thing about Tampa is that they're probably going to recover this week because they are playing New England. Ooh. And so the, we'll just we'll just call this game now. Um, I'm actually probably not going to be able to watch this game because I, I don't know if you guys heard um, NBC and YouTube TV, who I have for my streaming service, are in a contract dispute. And I got an email today like if it's not resolved by end of day on Thursday, they're just cutting off all NBC channels from YouTube TV. They're reimbursing oh, wow. us money. Yep. I can um, fix that. I can fix that for you. Okay. But yeah, so so the dispute is essentially that YouTube TV, Google, you know, good, good size company, um, went up to NBC and went, look, you're charging us $10 a month for uh, for us to have your channels. You charge everyone else to get them for $5 a month on Peacock. We just want to be able to charge our customers the same. And NBC went, no. So they went, okay, well, fuck you. We're dropping you. Good. Right. So, good. I like it. I'll deal and, with the inconvenience to have the fuck you go through. Yep. And I, you know, when they came up with it, I looked at the list of channels I was losing. Okay. NBC. Okay. I'll lose a, a football game a week. Notre Dame games I don't care about. Um, <laughs> um, NBC, you know, Deportes, don't care. Bravo, don't care. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you gotta give okay. Me yeah. <laughs> oh, no, thanks. Appreciate that. We'll take it. We will take it. So, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll start with that game because, yeah, I just kind of started it. So um, Tampa's in New England. Tampa's a six and a half point favorite. And again, going back to the, the game we lesson before, home teams normally get an extra three points. So it, so essentially, if it was played in a neutral site, the line would actually be nine and a half. And so hmm. since it's in New England, it's six and a half. I'm absolutely going with Tampa I mean, how, how could you not? I mean, the revenge factor here and the the, the team he's bringing back. Yeah. yeah. Um, the yeah. only thing that concerns me though is the inability to cover receivers, which is like the key to all defense in the NFL. Right. That now. concerns me. Jeez. If there was a competent quarterback they were going against. <laughs> yeah. They got an Alabama quarterback. They should be fine, right? <laughs> yeah, but they don't have Alabama receivers or Alabama offensive line. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the Patriots starting wide receivers: Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers, and I don't know who the the guy is doesn't and matter. uh I, I know right exactly and james white he's not playing so that takes away the passing uh effect so i'm going with tampa bay and plus i know brady's pissed Wait, that he lost last week did you mean when they're in there that takes away the passing effect or when they're out of there it takes away the passing effect i'm confused <laughs> it seems like it does both <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, it's even, um, uh, James White, uh, he's been um, Mac Jones' favorite receiver. He's the, the best receiver. He's not team. a receiver, right? He's the, be- exactly. he's the best receiver on the right. team, <laughs> right? Exactly. He's not playing, so like uh, Mac Jones is gonna have a, a long day ahead of him. What, what th- didn't someone say that he was gonna be the, the second coming of Tom Brady? He was gonna be this great quarterback that led them to a Super Bowl. Nobody here, no, nobody, nobody here. on this he channel. Okay, I was just making sure, like, I was like, <laughs> none of us, that's it, was not me. <laughs> I mean, we're all kind of off, but geez. Yeah, we, we might be your kind of stupid people. Eat that kind that, of stupid. Dang, that kind of yeah. stupid. It was the Teddy Brewskis and the and those expatriate guys. Oh, the ones with the, with their CTE is showing. <laughs> exactly. Hey, stop talking about that. It kind of calmed down. I don't want them to take football on the line. Oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll still have football. Now, our kids, that's a whole nother story, but we'll still have football before we die. So. Okay, good. I'm just yeah. making sure. Okay. <laughs> I really got nothing else to do on Sunday. Time for my football. That's it. You can always go to church. <laughs> you didn't know what to say. I, no, I'm just saving him editing. <laughs> I, I just saved like 30 minutes of his day tomorrow. <laughs>
You're welcome. <laughs> Baltimore and Denver. <laughs> so yeah, Baltimore and Denver. So we, we just talked about how Denver hasn't played anybody. Um, and they're, they're 3-0 against the teams that are combined 0-9. Um, Baltimore needed a miracle NFL-long field goal to beat Detroit. <laughs> Y'all are playing hard, though. The yeah, Lions play hard. Yeah, Detroit, playing we got, hard. Yeah. Detroit has yeah. talent and they play hard. They're, just, they're having trouble getting over the hump. So that is the thing about the Lions right now. Yeah, I, I'm they're not, not a winning. They're not a winning team, but they sure as hell are Jets. Yeah. They sure as hell are Jaguars. No. So I, I'm not going to lie. So we were out doing errands on Sunday and I had had the game up on my phone and it was like third and 19 or whatever. And you know Baltimore had it. It was just a few seconds left deep in their own territory. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, hey, the, the Lions might actually win a game. Went and bought my son a Lego set from Coles, got out to the car and I got the alert that they lost. I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? <laughs> Magic. A doink. That's how yeah. it happened. A doink. Yep. It still counts. It still counts. It still counts. So, BJ, who you got in this one? Denver's a a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to say Denver. I feel like this is where they're going to prove that they can play with everybody. Dorian? Um, I'll pick against – I'll go Baltimore. Oh. Yeah, I picked Denver. And see, that's the thing. Like, we talked about Denver. They were a good quarterback away from being good. Teams in place, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we talked about the start of the season. They had offensive weapons. They just needed a quarterback that could actually get the ball out. And Teddy's not the best quarterback, but he's solid. You know, I I, I know I I hate the same because I think it's kind of gotten a bad rap. He is a great game manager. He's not going to kill you. And if you put weapons around him, you're going to to be successful. You're going to be in a lot of games. And I think that's what Denver has done. So question for you. If there was a backup right now, so who would you rather have between Teddy Bridgewater and Jacoby Brissett? Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. Yeah, without a, without a hesitation. Okay, here's a question for you. We'll go down that route. Who would you rather have, Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold? Sam Darnold. Mm, that's a, for me. <laughs> I think it's close. but It, it Sam, is close. That's why it's a good question. Sam Darnold, I would pick Sam Darnold because he put, it seems like he pushes the ball more down the field uh, than Teddy Bridgewater. See, I, I would go Teddy because to me, Darnold has always had flashes every so often. Mm-hmm. He'd have three, four, five games in a row. He looked really good. Mm-hmm. And then something bad would happen and his confidence would come. Adam Gase. Adam Gase is what happened. He was bad before Gase got there. Yeah, but that doesn't help. It just makes it worse. Yeah, but his confidence would just be shattered. So I want to see what Donald does when things go wrong. We've seen what Teddy does when things go wrong. I mean, the dude was out of football for two years. So Man. to me, I'd, I'd, I'd pick Teddy. And now at the end of the season, I could change my mind. But I want to see what Donald does when things don't go right and how he recovers. I like Teddy ever since he got exploded in that <laughs> bowl game against Florida <laughs> and continued to play the game. Yeah. If, if you get a second, look that YouTube clip up. Teddy Bridgewater and Florida Gators got exploded. And first he, quarter, first quarter and again, too. And he came back, came back. And, and that's just that's just that's who Teddy is. You know, again, he's not going to win the games himself, but he's going to make sure that you're in a position to win. Right. So the the next game on on the list is Pittsburgh versus Green Bay. Green Bay at home as a six and a half point favorite. So and BJ, to your point, Green Bay is going to cover this one. Yes, Green Bay, absolutely. Aaron Rodgers is uh, got that team humming. Defense yes. questionable, but they can still score with anybody. So thirty-seven seconds. To win a game, ouch! Yeah, yeah I'm going with AE Ron and the Packers. 37 seconds, no timeouts, win a game. Ouch. Yep. And so that's the thing. They can't stop anybody, but they might be able to stop Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh can't do jack shit this year. I mean, <laughs> all they got to do is take the linebacker, set him about 10 yards off the line of scrimmage. That's the end of the passing game. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's the way that teams were against uh, New Orleans last year is they knew Drew could not throw deep. They knew mm-hmm. it. And so they just brought everyone up, you know, tighten the passing lanes. Now Drew was good enough to get kind of get him in there, but you cannot work the ball the field down the field that much. Right. And it just it bit him in the ass. Man, those those plays like it's, it's funny you mention that because I was speaking to one. They were talking about the New Orleans offense. They were saying how they were like, well, you know, Jameis, you know, as a starting quarterback, even though Jameis can, you know, throw the ball down the field, that still doesn't mean that he can make the the offense efficient. And I was telling them, I said, but I said, you got to realize something like when Drew Brees, when he was quarterback of the Saints, a lot of the, the plays that they called, those receivers did a lot of crossing routes, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, stop and go hitches for 15 yards. Like I, I don't remember uh, Drew, Drew Reese even attempting a pass over 30 yards. It, it, I mean, if you guys remember, let me know. But I don't remember last year him throwing over uh, a 30 yard pass, like literally a bomb to Michael Thomas or or whoever. It, it was something like that. It was bad. It yeah, was all and, short. And, and that's the thing is you have to at least try it. Mm-hmm. You have to at least show that it's a weapon. Show that you're willing to do it. It can be overthrown. That's okay. But you have to at least show them that you're willing to do it because otherwise they're going to creep up closer and closer and closer but jam harder if the arm's not there you're throwing interceptions yeah right. so that, you, that, you know what i mean that that's yeah. the problem <laughs> and that, that's the thing you know the james versus versus drew thing is drew is has has always been super accurate wherever he was what doesn't matter the, the length of the pass he was always super accurate he could always fit it into those windows um james james takes a risk he's not supposed to the, on the flip side of that the defense had a play had a play drew and james can push the ball down the field now it's risk versus reward he did it again this week no i was interrupting you i'm sorry he did it again this week throwing while he's being friggin' tackled he just got lucky and marquez callaway jumped up and caught it back the end zone like oh yeah Yeah. he's just he's still james like there's just shit he can't get over and we've called that once a knucklehead always a knucklehead and you can't turn it off you know whether you're on the field or not and you just kind of have to look at decision making and sometimes it's like that's not the best decision yeah no. I, I i don't mind a quarterback throwing the ball away if they're if they're getting sacked it happens as long as you throw it away and i'm talking like five rows into the stands don't try to make a play if it's not there that ball would have been picked off by so many safeties that guy just had his head turned i can't believe he threw the damn ball yeah <laughs> just dumb i'm just dumbfounded like it just happened to you last week you were getting t- Tackled, you tried to fire downfield, so he picked it off, returned it. Like, come on, Jameis. And here's the problem because it worked, because he got away with it, he thinks he can do it again. He thinks he's magic. That's the thing yeah. about some people that are magic, like Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he thinks he's magic. Jameis thinks he's magic. He thinks he can do things like with no explanation or like. <laughs> yeah. Or, or 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 he's like, you know what? I can throw that pass just like Aaron Rodgers. I, I got that. No, you can't. No, no, you can't. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Stay in your lane, in the words of LeVar Ball. Stay in but your I, lane. I do want to say something, though. Okay. <laughs> Are we heaping way too much praise on a quarterback that's got one Super Bowl championship? Aaron? Yes. Here's the thing, though. He's pretty physically gifted, naturally physically gifted as a quarterback. And um, he's created this legend around him. I, I don't necessarily care for him, but like he's created a legend around himself. I've never seen a guy complete so many Hail Marys in his career. I don't understand. There's something about him. Unfortunately, he suffers from like what Romo was dealing with. When, when one part of the team's excellent, the other part of the team struggles. Like they can't put they can't put a, an opposite side of the ball together to help, or a running game to help them. Like there's always something missing. So I think that's organizational failure, and I think that's why he wants out. It's too late now. Not only is it too late in the no, season, he could go to Denver, and we the whole league could have a problem. There. 
Oh God! If he was in Denver, Denver would oh, never. Yeah. The whole league, that defense, and they have an okay running game, and Melvin Gordon's a, a multiple versatile running back. So yeah, man, yeah, those receivers with Cortland Sutton and yep, uh, Jerry Judy, and Jerry Judy, guy when he gets healthy, yeah, Ooh. real problems. Oh, and by the way, let's not forget Noah Fant out there. Oh yeah. By the way, his rookie Fant. year, the dude couldn't catch. He has improved so much. Yeah. Your Fant? Yep. Yeah, I mean, he he came out of Iowa, and by the way, Iowa is like tight end you. Um. They knew he could block. They knew he could run routes. And it was just a matter of getting his hands in the right position to catch the ball. He seemed to have improved. I had him. Yes. I had to use him as rookie year in fantasy football. That's why I've been paying attention to him. And um, it was bad. It was bad. I watched games. He just dropped balls. And it just seems like he's improved. So good for him. Yeah, he, he was the, er, the Eric Ebron of his time. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, but Eric Ebron just kind of flashed in the pan that disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully Fant has more of a consistent upward trajectory. Nice. But uh, again, most tight ends from Iowa are consistent. Um, yeah. they're, they're not going to be the flashy Kyle Pitts, even though Atlanta doesn't know how to use Kyle Pitts. Um, they're trying, though. They're targeting yeah. him. They're no, trying. No, no, they're, no. The last game, they didn't target him at all. Well, then they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm starting to wonder if yeah. Dan Quinn might not have been the problem. Maybe talent was the problem over there. Maybe. Outside, yeah. outside of Julio, like, who was there? Yeah. Matt Ryan's kind of hit and miss now. Now? Yeah. Well, I mean, he has been for the last three or four years. Mm-hmm. He, he he has been since the Super Bowl. And yeah. I don't know Jeez. I don't know if it broke him or what. Shit, wouldn't it break you? Yeah. You end a game in the first half, and all you yeah. got to do is just clock manage and, you know, be smart about it, and you lose? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> On the bi- and not, this wasn't a regular season game. On the biggest stage in your sport. Exactly. And not just in the sport, the biggest stage of all time. Because let's oh, not forget, man. the Super Bowl gets the highest ratings of any show ever. Right. <laughs> and Tom Brady still throws the Falcons to this <laughs> to this, Wouldn't you, though? Come on, now. That is insane that that happened. <laughs> oh, man. Crazy. So, we do have one more game to pick. Um, it's mm-hmm. Las Vegas versus LA Chargers. Chargers are a three and a half point favorite. That mm-hmm. is a tough game to pick. It is. Yes. I'll just say the same thing. I mean, we just talked about how, how Derek Carr is throwing the ball up and down the field. This is the equivalent of Syracuse and Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the teams are good. Much, much better teams, yes. Right. Oh, man. You know, I really like the Chargers. And when I did watch the Chargers-Cowboys game, I noticed the Chargers play with their safeties deep, which is mm-hmm. going to slow down the ability of um, Raiders to push the ball down the field, which is what they like. So, that being said, spam Darren Waller. I'm going with Vegas. Going with Vegas. Yep. Dorian? Um, I don't know if Vegas has an answer for Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, so I'm going with the Chargers. Man, they've had the answer for everything else this year. Yeah. Three weeks. I'm just. I, I'm not trying to flip your pick or anything. I'm no, just no, saying no, no, no. They're they're probably the shocker to me. Yeah. See, I pick Vegas. Um, just because the Chargers are coming off that big emotional win against Kansas City, and to try to turn it turn it back around. And Vegas is not the team to turn it back around. I mean, they're again they're playing with confidence. They're playing with hope. Wait a second here. I just looked at something. They haven't really played anybody. They played the Ravens, which is somebody. They played the Steelers and Dolphins. Yeah. Barely beat the Dolphins. Only scored twenty six and allowed seventeen. <clears throat> in the Steelers game. Are you changing your pick? I don't like doing that. No. I'm just saying. Um, I'm just saying. I'm picking with. I'm picking that pick with a little less confidence. I did. Fair enough. You know, I just don't like that. Uh, Wait, is it safe to say that Vegas is playing with house money? They're probably like. I see hey, what you did there. I see what you did there. I, I see what you did there. Uh, 
I don't think what do they have to lose? You know what I mean? Like things are bad last year. They're trying to bounce back from that. Things have been kind of rocky in the personnel department with Mike Mayock and all that. So, I mean, yeah, it's, they're sticking to their guns. And I think it's got to be this year or bust, wouldn't you think? Yeah. yeah. The thing with the Chargers, like watching that Cowboys game, is they're young. And by that, they'll make mistakes. They should have beaten the Cowboys. Not thing on that it came down the last last play, but they had two touchdowns called back on penalties. And I don't, when I saw that, I just, I don't try trust them to learn in a two-week span to overcome that. I see you saying. Do you think uh, you think the the Raiders defense has enough on their uh, on their front defensive or on their defensive front to be able to to get pressure to uh, Justin Herbert? I do, uh, especially after watching watching them get after Lamar Jackson, and I, I, th- I think they do uh, enough to rattle them at least. That's all it takes, yeah, because Herbert when he was in college, if if he got rattled early, he he was an interception machine. It was when he got on track and it was just was rolling. That's that's when he would just put up the numbers. But if you got if you get hit him and hit him often you know what was it about maybe on some to the echo of the whistle you can get to him yeah um he has a little ben roethlisberger in him too as far as like he's hard to bring down yeah i keep forgetting he, he's like 6'6 240 a- he, he's a big surfer dude yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that he is and it's like it's like you're gonna have to you know grab him you know as far as tackling him you're gonna have to try to tackle him from his arm because if, if his arm is open him being 6'6 he can see those spots he'll be able to uh hit a receiver if you're taking him down by his leg. Yeah, but here's the problem, though. Okay, he, you know he's six six. He does have the arm talent. All you gotta do is is delay that by just a half a second, mm-hmm. or just not as much torque on it, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. that, that window tight. That's true, <laughs> indeed. So, guys, you know I, we we suck at our NFL picks, and what do we do? We all pick pretty much the same same teams in the games. So we're just so, gonna continue to be terrible. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> at least we'll be terrible together. It, misery <laughs> loves company. Yes. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Um. Real quick, just want to change uh, sports for a moment. Oh, hold, so, on, hold on, hold on, hold oh, on. Before we do, let's take let's take a quick break, and we'll get right to that. Gotcha. Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports and on Twitter at Podcast Sandlot. And we're back, Dorian. You said you you had something else you wanted to bring up. Yeah. Um. So the topic, uh, NBA. Uh, you know, the topic. You know, most people have been talking about the Lakers and that things that nature. But um, I found out that ten percent of the NBA is unvaccinated, and these are the major superstars. And Kyrie. Uh, yeah. And an article came out about Kyrie Irving and his camp saying that, you know, because in, in New York, you have to be vaccinated. And he was saying, OK, well, how about I play every away game and don't play home game? And there's been rumors that the Nets are possibly considering trading. Him. Well, no, well, I mean, that'd be fine. Games with, for you. That'd be fine with me. I'm just going to pay you half your contract. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm going to pay you half your contract. Now, if you're cool with that, I'm cool with it. If you're not cool with it, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'm the one with the money. And, and see, and here's the thing. OK. I, I don't think that the government should tell you that you need to give it that you have to be vaccinated. I, I think that's that's a bridge too far. However, we live in a capitalist society. So I think with that in mind, if businesses want to tell you you have to be vaccinated to to do this, that, and the other, that's the right that we've given them in, in this society that, that we've chosen to live in. And so if a business says you you are either vaccinated or you can't enter, or you're either vaccinated or you can't work for me, okay. That that's the rules. I'm not for mandates either, because it takes Darwin out of the 
question. So if you're so if you're New Jersey, I'm not New Jersey. Wow, Brooklyn. Sorry. If you're Brooklyn, how do We're you old. know the situation? You trade right? his ass. No, no, I'm serious. And 100. If he says I'm only playing away games and you're not going to give me any any home games, that means hey, any. This is how the Magic get a superstar because our state yeah. uh, <laughs> developmentally delayed, and so he can come down. He, he can come down here and play all 82. But I mean, in all seriousness, you're saying you're not going to play 41 home games during the regular season or any home games during during the postseason until that, that that's lifted. I'm sorry, not going to happen. I mean, it can, mm-hmm. but we're going to only pay half your contract, but yeah. Um, yeah, don't care. So if and if we play in California, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, if we play in California, you'll get paid for both games. Yep, because you're not going to play there either. Yeah. Right. And by the way, there are multiple teams in California. Right. Yep. Exactly. Now, if you're the Nets, would you consider uh, Kyrie for Ben Simmons? So you're saying that somebody who's going to play half the time versus to somebody who's going to play a quarter of the time. <laughs> oh, I think I think Simmons is a. Oh, <laughs> I just can't be He's talking about a little slow in the update. <laughs> Honestly, if he could shoot, if he could shoot serviceably, I think it'd be a better setup because he doesn't need the ball to, to score as much as KD and Harden do. You know what I mean? Like he could, he could facilitate more than he is now. Yeah, I think he'd be a better fit than Kyrie on that team. Yeah. Um. And Ben is flat out said he's not going back to Philly. Yeah. I, he I is thought, upset. Oh, yeah. and I saw the the news article that Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, and a couple other you know 76ers were on the plane and they were about to to take off and they were told turn around. Ben doesn't yeah. want to talk to you. Just turn around. Uh, I heard wow. that rumors have it that he has said that playing with Joel Embiid has run its course. Yeah. Yeah. I read that too. Yeah. So my question is, so what? Well, for me, oh, like. Like what team can take uh, Ben Simmons' services or, or takes his talents and be able to like to to move it forward, right? Because I think him and LeBron on the same court would be crazy. Yeah, oh, that would be unfair. Yeah, yeah well, well, BJ's got a point though. He needs to be on a team that he can facilitate and not be asked to score. Yeah, he could turn LeBron into a scorer, and he could take over LeBron's role as the ball handler. Yeah, d- defend the bigger guard, maybe even a small forward, probably sometimes power forward. He's just gonna to, he's gonna have to have his ego checked. And be willing to take kind of a back seat and do all that. Now that aside, because you know you're right, that would be unfair, but it, it could happen. What about Simmons to f- to Phoenix? Boy, I mean with Chris Paul's. Paul? Yeah, no, not with him. I don't think. No, it, it'd be like a Chris Paul's right. going to two to you. He's we know he's going to retire after this year, yeah. and you don't have to worry about scoring. Books got the scoring. You just facilitate. Still, all I can see in my head though, and this is the biggest thing, is him standing at three point line dribbling and his man sagging down the free throw line and making it real hard to get the ball into DeAndre. But yeah, that's that's the problem. That's what happened to Embiid is the fact that you don't have to respect him. You don't even have to guard him until he's at the free throw line. And at that point, you're just crowding the lane. It's right. just you're looking at floaters from that point on or yeah. long finger rolls. He's just I hate to say it. He's just not a scorer. And I feel bad because he's talented. He's a talented basketball player. He's just not a threat. And when you're not a threat, you can't you, you aren't intimidating the defense. I mean, he yeah. honestly, he's 20 or 30 years too, too old, because yeah. if he played back when we were growing up, he would be lethal. Yeah. But think about think about the ground the guy his guy can cover he can mm-hmm. sag back on and beat he can swing over to the three-pointer on the wing to kind of help mm-hmm. on that guy in the past and still get back to ben simmons before he's in a position to do anything yeah right. like it's just i don't know yeah and, i don't and, i think he's got to look down himself and change his game or he'll be out of the league in a couple of years 
Well, mm-hmm. and the, the the thing about the Lakers is an interesting point because they already have Rondo. Yeah, That's we have true. a non we have a non yeah. scoring point guard. Yeah, you know, if you're going if you're going to replace Rondo with Simmons, I think that's an upgrade. But they, they can't be on the same roster together. No, because you need yeah. a backup point guard to come and give you ten or fifteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. could the Golden State Warriors have enough to yes. be able to mess? Yes, okay. they got enough scorers around them to deal with that. So you you would push Curry to the to the two, Thompson to the three, and and start Simmons at the one. Oh, he he want more like a point. Forward, I think. Yeah, I'd run him like LeBron. Okay, yeah. and then you just got one more, uh, one more passer on the team. Yeah. Now, would you want him instead of Draymond? Yeah, because Draymond does different things than Ben's going to do on defense. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. not it. Now on offense, they're handicapped because two of their guys are like one's a terrible scorer and the other one's marginal. Yeah, so, so the, the three, the center, the center or power forward, whoever, the, however they set it up, the two guards are going to carry the load. That's for sure. That's yeah, why that, I like that's him. the problem. Well, that's why I like him in Brooklyn because KD can carry that load. Yeah. And so right. can Harden on any given night. KD goes down, Harden can drop sixty. Like it doesn't matter. That's why right. I like him in Brooklyn. But the fit, that'd be suicide to the 76ers to send him there. They aren't winning any games against them for a long time. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, and I think for the Sixers, I think they've just ma- they've they've maxed out. Yeah, I mean, that they, happens. Yeah, people get sick of being around each other when it doesn't work. And even yeah. though your friends, the, the professional relationship might not be working. Time to move on. Yeah. And not um, for nothing, but I think if Brooklyn doesn't win the title this year, I think that if they if those big three even stay together this year, yeah. I don't th- if they don't win, I think they're going to start breaking up because it's like, this, this isn't working. No. Yeah. To me, it seems as if it's more like Harden and Durant are kind of like on the same page. Like, look, if this Kyrie motherfucker don't want to be on board, then we got to X amount and we got to find somebody else who's going to be on board because they've been the ones that have been at the practices. They've been doing the uh, interviews and things of that nature. So it just seems because even when he asked uh, KD about Kyrie, he was like, no, no, I trust in him to do to make the right decisions, but it's his decision for him. It wasn't like, you know, like how it was a year ago. Yeah, you know, I know this, that, and the third. It was more of a, you know, it was more optimism. Like, you know, I trust him to do what he's going to do, but that's on him. You know, kind of like that's him. So some people can talk the good game and say exactly what you want. And then when they get in that situation, you're just like, whoa, what, who's this guy? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what Kyrie did. I think, yeah, we. We got this we can do this yada 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 blah blah blah, blah. and then hello flat earther yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's the problem is anybody who thinks that the earth is flat anybody who thinks that the covid vaccine is going to put a microchip in you that's not already in your phone to track you you've got some issues as it is and we just talked about Jameis. you cannot turn that on and off whether you're on the court or not nope so it looks like uh Kyrie may, may be retiring which he did mention that you know if he was traded that he would, could possibly retire okay <laughs> no I, i'm serious he's got his money i'm yeah, tired about I'm hearing cool his that. stupid stories about he disappeared with the team is he going to come back is he not? i don't care either play basketball or not if I'm you cool. want to be if you want to be a social advocate great you can yeah. retire from basketball and you can still do that yeah for sure it's getting a little frustrating yeah he's going to be like the weak link on a great team yeah. but but i mean i think we just talked about it there really isn't a spot for him on a good team yeah if, yeah you take uh, it mm, no i think I, I think they would rather have conley than Kyrie. well conley's getting close to retirement though that's what i was thinking yeah do you think Kyrie can play with uh donovan Mitchell? like like he'll be that point guard that he can count well on? i think it's getting to the point where Kyrie just needs to think whether or not he can play period because all these personality clashes he's having is going to leave him with very limited teams to go to yeah because mm. i mean he, he's completely burned the bridge in, in cleveland and you know, he, he liked that lit that shit on fire in boston you don't think these guys talk to each other man oh, Kyrie's sure. cool Kyrie's cool and all man but he's a handful yeah nobody yeah, wants think, that if you're making a run at a championship think about it extra think, shit think about it if you're single and you meet a girl and she's great and then you you look at kind of all of her past relationships and they've all just ended in blazing dumb
dumpster fires. I really gonna bring really want to stay with her long term. No, I mean that, that's that's kind of where Kyrie's at. I mean, if he if he burns the bridge in, in Brooklyn, they're gonna get pennies on the dollar for him because no one's gonna want him. Yeah, no one's gonna want to deal with the headache. We've we've talked about this with Tebow, with Vic, with any uh, the uh, the NFL players that they try to come back. There's a circus around them that sometimes the talent just doesn't make sense. Exactly. I can see him playing in New Orleans because what I'm hearing, Zion is not happy with the front office. They said he do not, not like, uh, what's his name? Uh, David, I can't think David of Griffin? Yeah, David Griffin. Yeah. So you want to test his humanitarianism, level of his humanitarianism, I'll send his ass to New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. I'll tell you all you need to know. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Ky- Kyrie's one of those guys that's supremely talented, but he's letting his brain like eat away at his legacy. Yeah. You know, I, I know I said it on a previous uh, episode is, if he doesn't make that shot in game seven, of the 2016 finals is he where he is today did that elevate his ego to the point where no one could talk to him or was it already up there well he oh, i don't know he, he said that he wanted to be the man after that shot and that's pretty much why he left yeah so Cleveland. if he yeah. if he misses that shot does he make that same statement but then recently he said that he, he regrets making that shot i don't know it's, it's just a lot of internal issues and, and and i'm not judging him i hope he if he's going through something that he finds the help that he needs but he's like all over the place right now it's like you know, he felt as if him making that shot that he's the man. Now he's saying that he regret that he he even made the shot. It, it's just he's just well, you know, all over the place right now. So you've there's two different things going on. So if he's having mental issues, I I God, I hope he gets the help that he needs. Anybody who's going through things needs to get help. That that's one thing. It's another to believe that the Earth is flat and and the sun revolves around it and we're on a giant turtle. <laughs> Yeah. That that's beyond the scope of a of a, of a therapist. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, <laughs> I I just, some, I just hope sometimes I wonder how much Molly affects people's brains. <laughs> He's smoking that purple Urkel. Allegedly, oh. no, that's not Molly. No, 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 no. no that's don't not, e- that's not Molly. No, I'm talking about that. I don't even MDMA shit. I've never Any, tried it. Anything synthetic, just stay the hell away from. I saw a girl on it once and I saw her getting grinding her jaw back and forth. They call it gurning, I guess is what it was called. And I was like, oh my God. Uh, okay. All right. That, that's not for me. Go. That's not for me. Hey, dude, like like even synthetic weed as Robert Kim Nietzsche. Like, no, just stay away. <laughs> Jumping off a story story window because you're being chased by a dragon. I'm, I'm not laughing. <laughs> no, you can laugh because it's just crazy. <laughs> um, a situ- uh, I got a story. I won't say who the person is, Um, but a long time ago in high school, this person was, you know, doing their things, smoking weed or whatever, and someone had to lace their shit because they said that they were seeing purple tricks bunny. <laughs> and the purple tricks bunnies were chasing them. And this person, we had to wow. get this person from climbing from a dumpster. And this was at a, this is in Montclair Village. If you guys know about Montclair from back home, you guys know. Weak. <laughs> no, dude, dude, I, I, I'll do you one better. So I used to work at a call center when I was in college. That's how I, how I got through college. And we worked overnight. So obviously the people that work tech support overnights were just a little off. So I'm sitting there talk, talking with a customer. The guy that's two desks over from me just gets up and runs off the floor. We're like, okay, maybe you just had to take a piss real quick. Mm-hmm. He's gone for like 15, 20 minutes um, and finally comes back and He's like just startled. We're like, what the hell is going on? He's like, is everyone okay? Yeah. I mean, got customers calling in because they can't get their porn at two o'clock in the morning. But other than that, I think we're okay. <laughs> and he's like, you guys didn't see that? S- see what? The monitors were melting. Hell yeah. <laughs> 
I'm like, um, I'm talking about go home. <laughs> no, we got to figure this out. Why is the monitors not? Well, it, it is a an open secret that pretty much any tech support call, call center that you call, the person you're talking to is on drugs. Really? Oh, yeah. And <laughs> and any high-profile kitchen, your food is being made by somebody that's probably on below. That is absolutely true. <laughs> that is absolutely true. I made it, oh, jeez, 30-something years without ever seeing any cocaine. Then start working at, all through the restaurant business. Never saw it. Never saw it. Like a week before I got fired. There, there it was. I saw it. Well, saw dude, somebody put. Well, no, what's crazy is when somebody's like, "You want to ride to the store?" I'm like, "Yeah." You know, you know, you're riding to the store, whatever. And he goes, "I gotta stop somewhere real quick." And you're like, "What?" <laughs> like you, like you know what that is? Come on, I mean, I gotta stop somewhere. So I'm like, and, and you know, you're, you're just hoping it's pot. You're just like, yeah, <laughs> dropping off a, a sack of pot or something cool. <laughs> like he pulls it out from under his steering column. First of all, and I'm like, "Oh shit." <laughs> I said, what is that? He's like, uh, powder. And I was like, well, I can see that, but what is it? He's like, oh, it's cocaine. And I was like, oh, <laughs> we're doing this now. Okay. God dang it. Just wanted a, just wanted a Gatorade. <laughs> Dude, they would do it in the bathroom where I work. Some restaurants yeah. have cocaine testing kits so they can test the tops of the toilets and stuff to see. Where uh, yeah, it's it's bad. It's just any bad. Any drug that makes you sniff toilet. Like, what the hell? Dude, I still remember the story to this day of when um, Motley Crue and Ozzy Osbourne were touring together. And they ran out of cocaine. And I'm sure you guys have heard the story, too. Of what Nikki Six and Ozzy did when they ran out of cocaine, but they had to snort something. What did they snort? Ants. That's what I'm talking. There you go. The good job, guys. Just never let us down. See that when you say white people shit, that's what they talk about. That's white people shit. <laughs> so if anybody's ever wondering what white people shit is, it's like snorting ants and stuff. And claiming you discover shit that the people already live there. Yes. <laughs> that's white people shit. Hey, as they said in the movie Love Actually, don't buy drugs. Become a pop star and they give them to you for free. There you go. <laughs> I gotta do. That's Britney Spears, allegedly. Allegedly. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> See, now you're saying stuff. I, I, I'm saying stuff that was repeated by the person. So here's the thing is like I'm afraid that she really needed to be watched over by somebody, but now the person that was watching over her was terrible. So now she's gonna earn her freedom and we're gonna find out that she really needed to be watched over by somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Damn man. Still, though, a forced IUD are not allowed to. Could you imagine that? Like having somebody put in a birth control device in your body and then you go to the doctor and uh, say, I'd like to have this out. And they're like, no, you got to call your dad. Fuck you. Pull it out. No, 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 no. That's not, not not how this works. Yeah. Wow. I was like, wow, that's no. Just take it out. <laughs> That'd be so weird. Crazy. They call you. Mm, wow. For a medical decision. Yeah. She's not because they didn't want her to have kids. Any more kids. Oh, I don't know. Uh, her kids now should be teenagers, right? Oh, easily. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it was 2001 sure. when she was on TRL shaving her head with her kids. So, I mean, they might be in their 20s. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing at a mental health crisis. Such a piece of yeah, shit. BJ, you're going to hell. <laughs> yeah, Why are you laughing? You know what she reminds me of? It's like a Rose Namajunas. She shaved her head because she everybody thought she was too pretty when she was fighting. She's in the UFC. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, Thug Rose. She's no yeah. joke. <laughs> thought she was too pretty, so she shaved her head. And she Maybe, kicks everyone's ass. Maybe that's what Britney was going through. Maybe. Maybe she, you know, like got sick of hearing that shit and just said, yeah. Well, yeah, 
take that. Like, <laughs> I don't know. She's our age, though. I hope she gets gets right. And that's the thing. Like, we forget that, that Britney Spears is is in her forties, you know, and then they're making her work constantly because she has no money. I think I mean, she said, dad, wasn't her dad paying himself like twenty thousand dollars a month or something? Well, it was something like that. She, for every dollar that she uh, that she would earn, she only got to keep. I think it was like twenty cents of it, and her dad kept Ooh. the rest. Oh, my, I just got chest pains yeah. from that shit. Yeah. Oh, I'd be walking around with a gun looking for my money. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That'd be like the family guy skits. Like, where's my money? Where's my money, bitch? Where's my money? Hell <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, 80%. You take 80% of my money? Oh, yep. man. I wouldn't work. Nothing you could do to make me work. I'm either shooting or not working. What are we doing? <laughs> Damn. 80% of my money. That's yeah. crazy, man. I'm not happy with the 15% the government takes. Yeah, well, I- I'm okay with the 15% the government takes as long as they actually use it properly, which they don't. But that's a whole See, different conversation. I think we should get like a, a checklist every year of what we want our money to go to. But the yes. thing is, is there'd be no way to pay senators and the like congressmen. They just wouldn't get any money. Yeah. Nobody, nobody would choose that. They'd be like, no, volunteer like they used to, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> go do your blacksmithing and then go vote on matters of country at night. Yeah. And see, and, and that's that's the thing that, that everyone forgets is like, yes, the amount of money is ginormous, but it's not just what you how much money you have, it's what you spend that money on. Because if you spend like two million dollars on youth programs, that's gonna go a lot further than spending two hundred million dollars on letting you know, corporations buy back their stocks. Bombs. Bombs is the best investment. That's what our economy runs off of is bombs. Yes. Best investment. Bombs and the and the backs of, of poor people. The funny thing is you take a $20 million bomb, do like $15,000 worth of damage. Yeah. But see, and I have asked people this question and no one can really give me an answer. So unemployment right now is about 5.4% of 5.5% kind of depending on things. Full employment is having unemployment at 5%. Okay. So if we're close to having full employment, why the hell is it still a hiring crisis or a labor shortage, if you will? That mm-hmm. keeps us clicking on the articles and watching the news. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I, I went to Panera today. It's, and, a, it's a shitty job shortage. Yeah. Like people don't want to work shitty jobs. That's what it is. There's so the thing. Pe- people have gone and found jobs that are better for their schedules, better for their kids, better for their yeah. wallet. Yeah. And they're just leaving the shitty jobs behind. You know, and how many how many people during the pandemic got gig jobs, got Uber, Lyft, shipped, you know, got these jobs where you make your own hours. And you don't have to pay for daycare. Shit. I don't yeah. think I've seen the same DoorDash driver twice. Yeah, me too. Right, all over the place. So you know, and, but uh, also like during the pandemic, how many people learned skills? How many people went on Skillshare and Udemy and all these classes and improved their 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 lot in life and now have a job where they don't have to work sixty hours just to get by? And it's so funny. I'll stand in these fast food places because I eat fast food breakfast. It's just easier in the morning. And um, you'll stand into these places and you'll hear somebody, man, it's taking forever. Probably. <laughs> Probably, probably short on people. Nobody wants to work. I was like, not this shit. Old. You're <laughs> absolutely right. Nobody wants to do this shit because ungrateful fucks like you. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah, and, that's and most it's of not, it. Yeah, it's not the fact that the government's paying people to stay home. Well, that shit sailed, and that wasn't even a problem. It's the fact that no one wanted to do a job that was just ungrateful pieces of shit. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, restaurant customers are some of the worst people in the world. Yeah. And, and one of the worst things that ever happened in capitalism is saying the customer is always right. They're rarely fucking right. They're mm-hmm. hardly ever fucking right. Yeah. It's so frustrating. <laughs> I'm just happy to be in a line of work kind of be like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but even even in my job like we've we've uh we get a lot of individuals who's leaving like nursing homes and they want to come into construction it was like you want to come into construction it was like yeah i was like well, you know why does sudden change and they were like you know i'm they said we're doing 25 dollars an hour work getting paid 11 dollars an hour oh yeah 
And we're like, well, if I'm going to do that, I might as well work in construction. I'm going to get paid my, my work to a certain point. But, you know, and but but I'll be getting a lot of individuals who like they're like, you know, if I'm going to hey, put in work, I'm going to put in work to benefit me. So those people that work at those assisted living facilities and nursing homes are getting hustled. Do you know how much yeah. it costs for a month for some of those people to live there? Some of these assisted living facilities are worth 10 grand a month, yep. mm -hmm. a month, you know, and yeah. they have 150 rooms in them. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll tell you another hustle that no one talks about, daycare. Dorian, I'm sure you know. Oh, yeah. So think about <laughs> think about daycares, okay? So a age at a daycare, daycares can take, um, I, I think for, let's say a three-year-old, it's six kids per faculty member in the room, okay? So most rooms are 12 or 18 kids. So each child is 200 to $250 a week for, yeah. for that, for them to be there. Mm -hmm. They pay the daycare uh, people 13, 14 bucks an hour and yep. pocket the rest. Yep. You talk about a hustle yep. Yep. and, and, and it, mm -hmm. it's a service that, that people have to use. If they want to work, they have to do it. Absolutely. And what's happening is the, the, the quality of the daycares are starting to turn into shit because people are like, wait a minute, I'm getting paid twelve dollars an hour and you make all this money? I'd rather go I got, to Target. I got I got called by the owner and told to shut up when I was in an assisted living facility. We went to move this lady and uh, she had spilled drinks all down the side of her bed and they dried. The corner of her bed smelled like cat piss. And I got in, I got in the elevator with one of the I call them orderlies. I don't know what the hell. Um, I don't know their actual assistants. Let's just call them assistants. Dude, I Sounds was in better. an elevator with a dude that worked there. <laughs> and so I was sitting there and he was like, um, how's it going? Who are you moving out? And I was like, 223. He's like, oh, thank God. And I was like, that just, it rubbed me the wrong way. Like, you're supposed to be to help these people. So I turned to my look and I said, it's funny, you know, I go in that room. It's supposed to be an assisted living facility. And I don't see any assistance. Yeah. And uh, he looked at me, got off the elevator. I didn't see him again. Next thing you know, my phone's ringing. He goes, just, just shut up and get out of there. Just get out, just finish the move and get out of there. And I was like, all right, boss. I called him back. He goes, the director of the facility called me. And I was like, ha, ah, <laughs> yes, it got to the top. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's bomb. like these companies don't care they don't. as no. long as the bottom line is positive they don't give a shit and that's why we're going to continue to have this hiring choice because yeah. like you said people are not they're not taking anymore covid th this pandemic shifts individuals mentalities to we're like wait a minute so they found out a lot of like like you said they found out a lot of things that they could do so you know what i can use this talent i learned here and i can make money on my own why am i gonna go work for you for eleven dollars an hour i can try to st at least start try to start my own business it's um yeah, and man. something something I realized um, personally. So back before 2020, um, I worked at SunTrust for way, way too many years. They told me it was absolutely impossible to work from home. Absolutely impossible. I had to be in the office. And then I worked for Disney, and they told me the same. Okay, could not could not work remotely. It just it wasn't wasn't possible. So I'm like, well, yeah, it's just the way it was. The pandemic happened. Everyone's not working remotely. When I lost my job, now fortunately I found a new one. Every position I applied for was 100% remote. Companies mm -hmm. realized that that's people want remote because mm -hmm. you know why? You're not driving an hour to work. You're not driving an hour from work. You're not leaving right when the clock says five o'clock because mm -hmm. look, I've got an hour and a half drive home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's 10 hours of your week you get back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and by the way, it also expands your talent pool. Yeah, exactly. You know, because when, when SunTrust said that, you know, if unless you live in Atlanta, we are not paying for you to work remote. We are not paying for your training and, and we're not going to hire any remote people. I'm like, okay, bye. Yeah. And really? now it's tough shit because your talent pool is Atlanta and everyone knows that, that you treat your people like shit. And so you're, you're stuck. Now mm -hmm. you're a toothpaste company named Tourist. Ah, good. <laughs> Man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think on that note, I think we're done for the night. So this has been Sandlot Sports. Peace out, guys.
want more Sandlot Sports, just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 2020.